This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. And welcome back to Scav Talk, everyone. In today's episode, we're going to be discussing the recent BSG update patch, 12, wait, 0.32.6974420. Uh, just mm-hmm. kidding, obviously. Um, <laughs> maybe it's... Maybe it is actually that. I don't know. Uh, but within that patch, we got some bug fixes, some squash bugs, uh, a couple of new features, and some bag changes. So, Giga, how's your week been? It has been pretty good, I will say, actually. It's been, it's been all right. I've been doing some, I guess, like things outside of my usual comfort zone, uh, which, is, which is all right. I've been playing around with the VSS a lot more. I'm not a big VSS guy. I never mm-hmm. have been. It's not really my jam. I don't know. I don't know what it is about the VSS. It just it doesn't really agree with me for some reason. I don't, maybe it's the combination of the recoil um, and the small mags. Like if you, it's it's one of those things that just like I hate paying 40k for a mag. Yeah, so it just sucks. So I'm like, especially oh, a 30 make, rounder, right? Yes, yeah, so I'm like, oh, I'll take one then, I guess, and then but then the next time I forget and I just take a 20 and then I run out of bullets. And the recoil is slightly too high, and it sounds weird, and the bullet drops really high, and it's just like there's something about that gun that's just weird. And anyway, so I took that right, so I'm already already weirded out by it. Took that, and I took that to interchange to go and do chumming. So I'm already Oof. I'm already out of my comfort zone with the gun. Then I'm playing interchange at night, <laughs> so the whole thing was just a mess. But honestly, it was actually quite fun. It was quite fun running around like doing doing the thing. Um, I had some I had some really stupid fights. I'm like I'm actually putting a video out tomorrow about. The, about the VSS because that was kind of like why I wanted to record so much gameplay on it but I was like surely I can get some good fights and basically in the end I was just like I'm like right it's time to watch some gameplay it's all scuffed so enjoy like it's just a series of clips of me just scuffing around using the VSS I had this one fight where I forgot to reload when I pushed a dude threw mm. two grenades at him and forced him out of a bush basically fire like three bullets and then I'm just like click and it's just gone. The guy turns, the guy like comes out of the bush. He fires at me, but he only had like five rounds in another VSS in a 10 round mag or something. Oof. And then I get my reload off because I like ran out first and then kill him. And it's just like the whole thing is just like, just, it was a total mess. It was just a total mess. Um, and then ended up like, maybe we talk about this a little bit later, but like, I guess it's not actually a huge amount to say about it. I've been like running around labs a little bit for the first time um, on Thursday and like yesterday and it uh yeah i've been trying to find these like far forward devices like it's something that i've been starting to look at because it's kind of annoying right and you think well you know i should be able to go and get these and i quite quite like the idea of finding some of this stuff in raid it's like a player driven quest almost like the the hideout says like you need these items and then you have to kind of discover how to do that right like either through looking at the community and seeing where other people have got them and like <laughs> i don't know it's like i don't oh, mind it <laughs> I, but the thing is the wiki doesn't say anything this is the thing. The wiki really? just says tech spawns. But it's got a picture on, on labs, though. But I think it's just saying. Maybe, yeah. yeah. But anyway, it's... It, um, it, it it's doesn't pretty... explicitly say only on labs, even though yeah, it doesn't. It, it's like, you know, you go to streets or whatever, and it's like be... doing a quest. 
Yeah, it's like it's like you do a streets quest, and it's just like it could be in one of these twenty locations. And here's a screenshot. Blah, blah, blah. Like it's just nothing like that, right? It's just like text borns, just go for it, right? And then people are like, and it's that weird hearsay thing, and people are like, oh well, I found one on Inter- I found one on Lighthouse at the beginning. Oh no, I found one on Woods. So that, but then it's like, oh, actually, it turns out that they've all got removed. Supposedly, like I've not verified any of this info, but apparently they were spawning at all high value text borns at the beginning of all maps oh, and then in the first week, okay. and then they removed that. So now it has to be on labs, supposedly. I don't take my word for it because I'm not 100% certain, but that seems to be what people have said. People have said that they haven't found any on any of the other maps anymore. Um, so we've been, we've been trawling around labs. We didn't find anything um, on there of any, uh, you know, real value. The v- I think a VPX was probably the best thing that we found on labs so far. I probably played four or five raids. I didn't die or kill anyone. So that's kind of weird. <laughs> labs was really strangely quiet. Um, so I guess like, you could interpret that a few ways, like either the progression's not got there, so there's not that many people, or and the servers are not that full. You could interpret it as people like whizzing through the map, hoovering up all the loot, but like they don't want to kill anyone, so they're just like leaving, and then the raid's just kind of empty. I don't really, I'm not really sure. I'm not sure. But anyway, we started the search for that. So that's kind of, and we took the VSS there too, um, and killed some raiders with it. So it's, it's been, um, yeah, it's been a, a mixed bag, but I've, I've actually enjoyed it. It's been okay. It's been all right. Now you say you're not. A VSS fan, but is that true? Back in the twelve point nine days, the glory days of the VSS, even back then, you weren't a fan. Nope, never wow. used it then. I was, I think, I was full M four back then. Okay, I mean, respectable. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I just never, I never really liked the gun. I don't. There's, some, there's something about it. I think it's the mag stuff. I, I, I don't know. Just never really enjoyed it. Um, I could never just, I couldn't just ever make it work for me. It's like so, so weird. It's just so strange. And the same thing happens as well now. It's just like the bullets like got really good damage stats and stuff on right. paper. And it's just people are just sponging it. And it's either the fact that I'm using some like, you know, I've used like a variety of different optics and I quite like the OKP7, but it's like slightly offset. So maybe that was part of the issue. And the, the bullet drop should be okay, but I'm not, <laughs> you know, it should be fine because it's slightly better than it used to be. I don't know. There's something about, there's something about it. And it makes a really weird noise outside. Does that not put you off? <laughs> It makes it like it has a really it has a really weird sound. It really does. And then you fire like three bullets, and the barrels like glowing red hot, and the things at like eighty durability. Yeah, <laughs> it's um, it's a very weird gun. It's a very weird gun. And uh, yeah, I've I've played with it a lot, and now I, I'm ready to move on. <laughs> I think hmm. it doesn't agree with me. I don't know. It just doesn't agree with me. <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. That's basically been that's basically been my week. So um. Have you been playing? You've been you've gotten any raids in? You've just been watching from the sidelines, doing the thing, editing and, and all that? I'm cured, man. Tarkov free. You're cured? I'm cured. Yeah, Tarkov That's free. You managed to you escaped. I've officially escaped. <laughs> no, I mean I haven't really I watched a few Tarkov related videos. Um mostly to keep up on the the updates and stuff, but um mm. Yeah. Been mainly playing um, Marvel Snap and watching a crap ton of retrospectives on video games. <laughs> like, oh right, okay, much. that's kind of interesting. Yeah, I think I've seen you play Marvel Snap. I think I re- I'm just like, what's the church playing? <laughs> Dude, I think I think you would like it. Um, yeah. Funny enough, one of the content creators I I watch, so I'll, I'll watch like YouTube videos on it, mm. and he used to play Dota too and make videos oh. for it. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Interesting. Uh, but yeah. 
similar minds similar minds cool okay well we'll get into the the changes then i suppose so yeah, yeah they put out i think it is oh yes it is is 0.13.0.3 oh three um, got it and people were like oh there's four hours of downtime like there must actually be something to it which mm-hmm. you know there actually is and there's a couple of good things. I mean, I don't know whether should we just like go through it in chronological order, just like what the way they wrote it, because we can skip over things that are boring. Um, yeah, let's get rid of boring things. The first one is like reworking the group system. Obviously, I've not used that right because I don't have any friends. Um, but apparently, it's it's very very good. I've seen <laughs> screenshots of it. <laughs> just yeah, you know, strict, strictly solo things. Yeah. Um, but uh, apparently, it's very very good. It's it's like. I mean, it's, kind of, it's sort of ironic, isn't it? When it's, you know, there's like all the, there's sort of the issues going on with people like grouping up and they're just like, hey, there's a new grouping system. Everyone's just like, I don't want to group up with anybody. But anyway, that's a, that's a complete aside. <laughs> uh, we'll, leave, we'll leave that in, ne- in last week's mentality. Um, so, yeah, so this, this thing now allows you, as far as I understand it, to have a party leader. There's five slots like usual in the party and people can join this party and you guys could just be doing like whatever like if you're not the leader you could be doing whatever you want in your stash and stuff until the party leaders like set the raid up um and then when you do the raid and finish then you come back then you still as five i mean it's pretty basic but it, uh, it's pretty cool um and then they've kind of extended co-op as well it seems so you can now have like 20 people in the raid and the, but they only kept like they only retained the five people so if you leave the co-op raid only like five are still in but i mean i don't think that matters like having 20 is like kind of neat i haven't even played co-op with like a massive amount of people it's of yet, a lot so. of people so that's, that's pretty it cool. is quite a bit pretty yeah cool. it is quite a lot so that could be cool you know you could do like even more cinematic stuff you can have like 10v10 yeah. kind of things which would be pretty pretty neat like i should probably maybe do that at some point that'd be kind of kind of interesting um then they have changed yeah so everybody's holding off on uh doing this like sniper skill hand in and that kind of thing for the plus three sniper skill levels and anything like that shooter born in heaven um yeah that meant a mentor for three shooter born in heaven for one dog of shooter eight a lot of people have kind of held off um because you weren't get you were only getting like 0.6 of a level or something they now fixed that supposedly so if you need to hand in those quests then you can now go and do that um now, the next one, which, I mean, this is a big one. This is the, the whole invisible players thing. So it says, like, fix an issue that caused invisible players um, and bots in raid. As of the patch actually dropping, it was not fixed. Like, definitely not fixed. But then they done, like, yeah, like, it was, it was you know, the first, first raids people were in, there were people invisible. I didn't even know bots like, could be invisible either. Yeah, I didn't realize that either, to be honest. But, um... And then see, there was a technical update that went through, like, you know, just a small couple of megabytes that went in. And now I, apparently it's a lot better. Again, this is like super hearsay. Um, it's very difficult for a solo player to actually work out whether people are invisible or not, you know? So, like, it's very right. tough for me to tell you. Uh, you know, I get, like, shot out of nowhere by somebody in the head. I'm just like, could I have seen them if I was looking the right way? I don't know. Like, it's not really possible to tell. Um, obviously, the people who are seeing this issue of people who are grouped in teams because their teammates are invisible. So that's the most, you know, if it was a solo, it's just, you just don't get that information. Um, but so I, I think they're saying that it was now much less likely, like maybe Nolan was saying that or someone, I, I saw some stuff around, but anyway, I'm, I'm sure if there's a, if there's a problem, it'll still continue to be worked on, but it, it wasn't completely fixed when I was playing. So I was like, Oh, I think I maybe ran into one guy. Cause there was, I got shot in the leg and there was a glass smash, but I couldn't see anybody. didn't hear any gunshot. And it was like, Oh, that's kind of weird. This is on labs. Um, 
And then I tried to I tried to check the console because apparently okay, so apparently this is the invisible um the invisible thing. If you check the console right. and there's like huge lists of like asset errors and stuff, um, then it usually means that someone's invisible. Apparently. I tried to check the console and it just crashed my game. So you know <laughs> Well, they say that's also a sign. Yeah, apparently. So I was like, all right, well, and I re-logged in and tried it again and it crashed my game a second time. And people were like, why don't you try checking the console again? I was like, no, I'm not checking it the third time. Because I thought re-logging it, because you know, people were saying that it was something to do with like the, the order of loading or whatever. And if you like close and reopen the game and re-log in, then all the assets load like properly in the right order. So I thought, well, maybe then the errors will clear. Well, apparently. Apparently that was not the case, and so yeah, it crashed a second time. I was like hidden, but I was amazed. I was just on labs, just like hidden between a box and one of the like medical tent things, and crashed like two times and reloaded into the game, taking like a couple of minutes each time and whatever, and just like yeah, just stayed alive. Like my lab trades were completely dead. It was so odd. It was so odd. But I really hope they get the they get this invisible players thing like properly under control. I really hope that now this has come through this week, everyone will be saying yeah, no more invisible players. It's fixed. It's great because like. I mean, it goes without saying, really, right? It's, like, so fundamentally game-breaking. Oh, my God. Um, mm-hmm. It just needs to be resolved. Like, audio is annoying, but Invisible Players is, like, so terrible. It's just the worst thing ever. Um, so that said, then they've also got the Oculus Audio fixes, which they've said. I mean, it, the, the patch notes don't tell you anything, right? It just says, like, incorrect operation of some components, like memory leaks, reduced performance, working on improving the sound system. Practically speaking... It did. It does seem like the memory leak stuff is fixed. A lot of people are reporting better performance. I haven't actually played Streets since the update, um, and that was the only place where thing is like I don't. I don't really notice now because um, as I keep getting beaten up by my chatterbot, I actually still have a sixty hertz monitor, which everyone's just like, "How could you?" And I'm like, "That's I, I, the next thing on my list, guys." Like, come on. Um, so because I have a sixty hertz monitor, like I already like with the fifty eight hundred XVD upgrade, I'm never lower than that anymore. So I can't really tell right. if the performance is better. Like even with the memory leaks and crappy stuff, like Streets used to play at 70 anyway, even in like the worst case. So I'm, I'm not really sure. So we'll have to see what people say about that. And maybe I'll have a look myself, but um, I'm not like hugely incentivized to do so. But the one thing that I will say is that front and back is significantly better. You can actually now tell front and back from each other. Mm, they are distinctly okay. different. Um, back is occluded in some way. Um, so I think the idea is, and Veritas actually put out a tweet basically saying it sounds, it, it appears like HRTF that we've talked about before, the head-related transfer function, i.e. in non-fancy terms, the way that sound sounds different when it's coming from behind you because it has to go through the back of your ears as opposed to sound sounding from the front of you because it comes through the front of your ears and gets like, you know, caught like a little, you know, radar dish or whatever. That different, that difference, or the module that deals with that difference, it's, it appears like that is actually implemented now, whereas it was not before. Like you mm-hmm. could not tell. Like the sound file or the sound, you know, the sound file was not transformed in any way front back previously, which meant that without turning your head, there wasn't any extra information, so you just couldn't tell. Whereas now, rearward sounds do have some kind of HRTF applied. It it seems, and it practically seemed to me that that was the case. Like I agreed with that tweet. Um, I, I do also think that that's the case. And it sounded a lot better for me. And it was one of those things where people are asking, like, how's the audio? And you're like, it just feels, it feels, it just feels normal. Like, it feels like I can just like listen to sounds normally, which I guess is a good thing. <laughs> and, you know, it's like, it just feels natural. And oh yeah, that, that sounds like it's ahead of me. Oh, that sounds like it's behind. So hopefully that's fixed a lot of stuff. I mean, 
Other people are saying some of the occlusion layers are a bit better. I'm not really sure about that. Um, we still have very, very severe occlusion. So if you're, you know, you're in a, a building with pillars or whatever, and you move slightly and behind the pillar again and slightly, it's just like occluded or not, occluded or not. Like it's very, it's very sharp and very severe. But I think, I think you said that was kind of almost a feature of Oculus Audio, I think, right? Because they didn't deal with like round corners or bouncing or anything like that without doing like extra special stuff. So it's not really like a bug per se. It's just like, it's a, it's a simplicity in the calculation, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. It's just a, a relatively straightforward way of doing it, which I mean, it's, it's, it's fine. Like it's not, it's not a big problem. I, I think the only, so the only thing that I will say is the only issue that I've had is it sounds like sometimes uh, maybe the audio is like cutting off or something in the distance. Maybe it's gunshots. It sounds like a bullet impact, but like really far away, just like, like really far away. And I get that a couple of times and I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what sound that's supposed to be. Hmm. It sounds like something's either being cut or it's like it's a single bullet, but you're only hearing part of the audio file. Some, something like that. But I mean, it's very, very minor. Um, it's nowhere near as bad as the old, you know, the old Steam audio. You know, from they were like scabs 100 meters away. And then you hear the first millisecond as clear as day as if it's right next to you. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot better. I think the audio is a lot better, which is which is good, because really the invisible stuff plus the audio things are the two worst parts. Those are the things that absolutely need to get fixed. Um, the bullet crack bug doesn't seem like it's fixed because I had that yesterday on interchange when I was outside. Someone was shooting in the mall and then it was past my head. It was quiet. I don't know whether it's changed or not. I haven't had it a huge amount. Um, so we'll see. that The jury's still out on that. Jury is still out. I think that's about it. Did you, did you see anything about sound yourself? Um, I watched one Peg's yeah. video a little bit. Um, okay. I just kind of like skipped through it, but it looked like the woods bunker now actually plays sound when you're on the outside and it is mm. occluded. Um, that's okay. good because previously you could like be having a gunfight under there and like people above would like you know you just wouldn't hear anything at all. Yeah, and yeah. I, I think that I, like I wasn't really paying close attention. I'd be curious okay. to, to know if some of the occlusion stuff with like multiple walls, how that interacts on some of the maps, if that's yeah. still like an, I'm not sure. I'm not really yeah, sure, because exactly. like what, Reserve, Interchange, mm. and Woods don't have the... Uh, I think Woods does, I think it was... It does? Okay. Yeah, I think I think because it's like the, the normal, I think it was like the basic maps, it was like Customs, Woods, Factory, and Streets. That's kind of weird. All done. Because Woods always felt like you could hear people through hills. Like I kind of felt... Like yeah, I don't remember that being like that in Steam Audio, but maybe um, maybe that's because I had it off. Binaural sound, so maybe that's why. Not but sure. And any anywho, I just I'd be kind of curious to see how they've dealt with that and if what one peg was saying in one of his other videos, talking about the work that's got to go into. These occlusion zones, they have a lot of work to do <laughs> as mm-hmm. far as either doing, uh, you know, rate like manually casting rays or, you know, some type of like ray tracing for audio, which would be massively resource intensive. So they probably don't want to do that. So 
at the end of the day, it's we got a ways to go, but I'm sure. I think it will be better, given enough time, than Steam Audio because it just yeah, all all the signs kind of point to or towards Steam Audio being a dead end. So mm. the worst case, we can always just get a new audio engine uh, plugin like Wise Audio or. <laughs> Something. Yeah, just start again. Again, it's fine. Which again, I just have to say this, you know, just because I see it everywhere and it's really frustrating. But Hunt Showdown does not use theme audio; it uses Wise Audio. You know, just... Yes, as we learned, I learned that from Spectator Six when yes. he was on this cast. So I can't tell you how many people I see just like I don't know how that became, yeah. Like, fact in the Tarkov universe but it's just like one person said it and it's just like everyone that I mean I've probably said it prior to not knowing it it's just kind of crazy yeah it is weird isn't it how that kind of information circulates and just spirals out of control and it's it is it is odd it is odd I don't know I don't know yeah I do wonder Anyway, it doesn't really matter. But anyway, like we don't we don't have any like we don't have any like standout individual single bugs with Oculus itself. You know, we don't have like the long distance bugs and anything like that kind of sound bug. So it seems like they just need to improve. Well, they've actually implemented HRTF, which is good. They yeah, that's, that's the, a huge <laughs> step, honestly. Yeah, they need to improve the occlusion zones, and then um, yeah, we just kind of like work from there, right? It's like slowly make the occlusion zones better. Like one pegs woods bunkers, they seem to fix something there because that's like an occlusion zones thing, very specifically. And yeah, they just need to work through these other maps. I don't know whether they would ever tell us. I hope they would and say, "Oh, we did reserve now, by the way," or like lighthouse is now done. It'd be kind of cool to know that rather than just, "Oh, we've just added loads of you know, we've done that extra stuff, we've added more Oculus audio components." I feel like that's maybe what they well, did, will say. Then they mentioned labs in here about audio related to labs. Yes. That's actually next on the list. So it says, I mean, because they've got the working on improving the sound system, adjusting the positioning of sounds on locations will continue in future updates. I mean, that's meaningless. But it says adjusted the geometrical sound positioning system on the lab. Now, I don't know. I don't know what that specifically relates to. I don't really know what the why the geometrical sound positioning <laughs> system is different from Oculus Audio. I don't know, like, which specific part they're talking about there. Yeah, I don't know. It's geometrical sound. Mm. It's, I mean, when I was playing Labs, it, sound, it sounded pretty good, Yeah. if I'm honest. But I don't play Labs much, so it's hard for me to make a comparison. Maybe, it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it has a, yeah, I, I don't even want to begin to speculate. I yeah. don't know. Yeah, I really don't know. Um, then what? Hands freezing, optimize some other stuff. There's like a load of other like bug fixes. Um, what else? Zerachi and a few things like that. Uh, da, 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 da. Fixed interface elements overlapping and repeatedly switching between character selection and lobby as people just going Gah! with the tab button and just like screwing up the UI. Yeah. Um, some visual artifacts with the MVGs, the FSR have been fixed. So, what were you going to say? Fix the issue that led to fence reputation loss for killing Zerachi and his. Guards a scav. Oh, that's actually not what I thought that was. But apparently, there is a really weird bug, possibly interaction, intended mechanic. I don't know, but allegedly, 
if you're on a quest to kill PMCs on Lighthouse and that zone, or I can't remember the conditions. I'm going to get this wrong, but mm. I think I heard it from Jesse from the podcast, one of the earlier episodes. And you lose reputation when killing PMCs while crossing the bridge when they have their little thing out, the little beacon. Right. Which I don't know that's if that's int- that, yeah, I don't know if that's intended mechanic or what, but it's kind of a weird. I thought maybe that's what that line was, <laughs> but it mm. wasn't. Because <laughs> there's a lot of there's like what three or four different Zarachi lines in here. Yeah, exactly. All of which I kind of skimmed over because I was like, this is not relevant to like ninety nine point nine percent of people. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it's, you know, that's, that's fine. That's fine that they're updating it. But yeah, it's like fixed AI behavior, not attacking hostile players and attacking players even with an activated transmitter and stuff like this. So it's just like, yeah, whatever. Um, some revolvery stuff. And then the final, the final part is fix the missing ergonomics penalty of some equipment, which, as we all know at this point, well, I say as we all know, as, as I know, and people who follow my stuff, or at least, you know, logical solutions and all the you know, data, data peeps in general, it was related to bags. Bags. Bags now have Are movement and ergo penalties. I'm pretty positive that they do, yeah. Well, no, um, are we positive that it's just the bags that were missing? Like, you know, missing those things? I guess he, I guess his team would have caught any other changes. Yeah, right? so. I think I think so, yeah, I think so. Nothing else that anyone has seen. I think somebody would have flagged it if there, if there was. Okay. Um, but, yeah, so he... Said there's only only bag changes, and I went to have a look and tabulated it myself. And uh, yeah, so they <laughs> it was really weird actually. They 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 added loads of random debuffs mm-hmm. to all these things. Like it was crazy. The first iteration was insane. Wave was insane. I don't really know how that happens. Like it's very odd. It was like the BCP thing. You remember uh... the the BCP FMJMO thing where they like that made the pen 55 by accident, and then they like it was 36. So and then they made it 55 for an hour, and then they put it back to 35, and it was just like all mess. I liken this more towards the recoil rework. It's like they do like a flat, like, you know, they send like a lackey in interns, like, hey, you never, you've never, <laughs> you're not doing anything important, go do this thing. They, they do their best guess at stuff, and then someone comes yeah. along, and maybe someone outside of BSG comes along, and it's like, well, guys, guys, like, yeah, I don't know who th- who did this, but you got to change this. This is really bad. Yeah, it's easy in chat. It's like he's probably right. It's you know, it's probably just for testing the change, just a placeholder for testing the change, and then never got reverted to the final values or something, and just got pushed or whatever. But I mean, yeah, it, originally it was like actually mental. You had the duffel bag had like minus ten move speed, <laughs> minus ten turn rate, and minus twelve ergo on it. Which, it to be like- fair, I could kind of understand. Like maybe the duffel bag slinged across your, you know back is not the most ergonomic it's not the best backpack right yeah i can kind of understand but know, it was pretty extreme <laughs> it was very extreme but i also found myself like kind of going like like making the same argument being like <laughs> i have run to the train station with a, with like a sling satchel <laughs> bag on and it is not good yeah like i would much rather have like a bigger bag that's right. you know strapped around your waist and yeah. like properly across both shoulders, exactly with the same with the same amount of stuff in it. Even if the bag is heavier, I would rather run with that than with yeah. a satchel because it's very awkward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, I made that train in record time. It was unbelievable. Um, 
but anyway yeah the, the, the next the next one was like literally like two hours later or something and i was just like i need to get i need to basically do like a it was like a 25 it was like 25 minute walk or something yeah it was like a 25 minute walk and i needed to make it in 12 minutes or something and i like i just i just basically sprinted from my house it was it was really bad did you it was really a, bad. Did you pop a meal on SJ6? <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's needing SJ6 for the way. God damn it. Dude, that was, that was bad. It was one of those ones where, you know, like, you just push yourself way harder than you actually need to because, well, that you, you would otherwise because you absolutely have to make it. Mm-hmm. When I got to the train and sat down, I was like, I actually feel physically ill. <laughs> oh, my God. So, um, yeah, so they had, like, some terrible, some terrible, terrible, terrible uh, penalties. And then they reverted it so that it was a lot, a lot better. I mean, like the burka got slapped, right? Originally it was like minus seven, minus seven, minus ten. And then it got reverted to zero, zero, minus two. So um, a couple of them didn't get changed. So the attack two didn't get changed. That's still minus five move speed, minus seven turn and minus seven ergonomics. Um, and the pilgrim Do you have minus... the spreadsheet? Mm-hmm. Can you see me a spreadsheet? Yeah. I looked yeah, at it earlier uh... on YouTube, but... Yeah, let me, let me, let me just, uh, let me just grab it. Hold on. Uh... This one here. I have this. But obviously, right, I tried to quickly put out a video on this thing. So I was like, oh, because yeah. I, I was I was like gonna be streaming straight after basically, which is I was like, oh, I just need to put this out like as soon as I can. Wait, what what's happened? That is not the link that I wanted. There we go. There. Better. Um so, um, yeah, so I was like, right, we're going to put this video out and we're just going to talk about it a little bit. And then, you know, 30 minutes later, they were just like, oh, we've changed it, by the way. You know, we've changed it. <laughs> so uh, I was like, rip me. But the, the point kind of still stands. And I updated the spreadsheet. So anybody who wanted to actually look at the, the spreadsheet, um, yeah, it was, it was correct as of, you know, 10 minutes later. Because I updated it on stream. We like went through every bag. Because not that many. There's actually only, uh, if I just add them up here. There are only 30 bags. So it's not that terrible. One thing that is really funny, and this is completely random, is that the... Um, what, um, what's it called now? So I think it's this Tasmanian Tiger Trooper 35. That's it, because they added like Tasmanian Tiger stuff in the last wipe. The Trooper 35 still comes under body armor. So most people probably have like, not really even seen where to buy this bag. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty funny. I don't know why it's in there. I don't know why it's in there. Um, but it's not in bags. It's in, it's in body armor. So now the, the worst one. So, uh, da, 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 da. yeah, so the couch bag at this point is now minus five move, minus six turn, and minus seven ergo. So it's, it's kind of up there. It's probably like, if you're looking exclusively at turn rate, which I kind of was, it's sort of in the bottom four. But yeah. the move speed is not that bad. Ergonomics. Penalty, I'm not sure how much we care. Yeah. Not sure how much we care. I mean, honestly... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, no, go, go. No, no, go. You go, you go. I mean, how much does this stuff matter on the low end? I feel like not that much. Yeah, not a lot. I mean, it is... It's kind... I mean, it's kind of interesting, because, like, the Burt Cut versus the uh, Day Pack. Sweet Day Pack. Right now, mm. what's the other one? What is it? Uh, where's it at? 
the other play pack here it is um because it used like it's i don't know it's the whole change is kind of weird because they used to have a moose fee penalty prior yeah back when i played anyways 12. i'm not sure if it actually was implemented did it work was it implemented i can't remember whether it was actually just said it had and then wasn't actually in I, I don't know because that's not something I really pay attention to at the time. Mm, true. It wasn't until I mean I did at one point I stopped using scav backpacks because I would just use bird cuts, right? Because mm. scav, I remember scavs used to have a like a three percent or something. I can't remember. And um, anywho, then they've introduced the weight system and they took it out, and now yeah. it's back in, which. I don't know, it's just kind of confused, and it's kind of made a, you know, back with, with a fearsome vengeance, too. It's got turn speed and ergo, ergo penalties as well. I'm just, I don't know. But, like, the day pack versus the bird cuts, it's, like, I, get, I don't know, it's just kind of weird, because now it's, like, okay, the, the, the bird cut weighs, you know, one kilogram, basically, and has a 2% ergo reduction, whereas the day pack, you know, Weighs about half, 0.7, eh, 0.6, whatever. But it has a move speed of 1%, a turn of 2%, and an ergo of 2%. Yeah. So it's like, does that kind of make them the same backpack, just with different penalties, which I guess is kind of interesting? But like, I don't know. It's just, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm, I haven't like fully sieved over, I don't know, like, yeah, what, what's the word? Uh, not mold, mold. Uh, you know, I haven't like fully like chewed on the steak that yeah. is this bat, this change, and fully thought about it. But I just, I my main criticism is I kind of just wish that you know everything was like uh simplified into just the weight system. Like your weights would just modify your move speed, turn speed, ergo, like you know, as like a penalty. Thing. Whereas now it's like there's just like a lot of like minor things to consider, which I guess is good for choices. But I just I don't know how much this actually matters, or if it's just going to be like an annoying thing. Hmm. Yeah. Like I I kind of don't. The thing is, I don't mind. I pro- I probably mind move speed the least because it's kind of has an obvious effect. If that makes sense. And people do choose move speed, modify, modify. Like they make their choices around move speed sometimes, like especially they used to. And you could see that with the armor and the helmet. Oh, yeah, stuff. for sure. Like turn rate is obviously like we've talked about that before. And I'm going to talk about it a bit more in a second. Whereas, but move speed is really obvious. You know, it used to be a big differentiating factor between the gel armor and the Karund, for example, and even the Bagari rig and some of these other big ones like the Zabralo. Slightly less impactful now, but still important. And so I feel like because it's got an obvious, it has an obvious outcome that you can then make a, a you can make a sensible, informed choice about it and decide. Ergo, I feel is a bit more complicated. I don't like even I don't think I ever really look at the ergo penalty really ever. Because even though it's there kind of as a choice, it's like, well, I'm going to have to like actually go and really analyze like how different this makes it because ergonomics is such a weird stat yeah it's like you know some guns like the mdr don't really care what you do you know you can stick on like the worst suppressor in the world and the rk2 and it like barely changes the ads speed 
Whereas other guns are really sensitive to changes in ergo. Right. So you then have to kind of go and you have to have that knowledge in your head at the same time. Right. It's just sort of heuristically. It's like, it's not, you know, you have to have that already in, in your mind. Then you're like, well, okay, am I going to choose seven or 6% ergo versus minus two? Like with the 4% drift, does that make any difference? Like, does it even matter? Like, I, that's right. the thing. Does it even matter? Does it matter enough? Yeah. You, you would have to know that you're. ADS speed, or no, I'm sorry, your, uh, your arm stamina is affected by the way of your gun in some way, which also is affected by your ergo, which, you know, is also affected by now your backpack ergo penalty. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, it's super, uh, I feel like there's just like, I'm not sure if there's a lot of depth to it, but I just feel like as far as like complexity, there it feels like there might be a lot. I'm not sure if that much it matters because like I don't know. You money. I always wish, yeah, I always wish it was like a fixed thing, right? Ergo's fixed plus minus now. Like I wish it was just like minus five ergo. What for all the In backpacks? Some ways. Yeah, just oh no, it's just like whatever it is, right? Whatever the percentage number is, just make that a fixed number. For example, oh, or I guess it... like. Well, ergo I thought is it was a fix. Well, it's a percentage. Oh, is it? Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure. It's actually one thing I'm not 100 percent sure I about. I, I think it's a percentage. I mean, it's listed as a percentage, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything, right? It's listed as percentage, but um, I mean, I guess if that's not, the yeah, case. That makes it. That makes it. You know, <laughs> even mm. weirder because then the lower ergo <laughs> guns. Would get less Don't get hurt as much. <laughs> It'd be really weird. Yeah, yeah it's super uh, strange. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's super weird. But so, so the only like really interesting takeaway that I did say in the video, which I am going to do some more thinking about, and I might even do some more thinking about it like soon, like next week or whatever, was the fact that as I said, as I said there. So anybody who heard it, this is going to be a repeat. But I do think it's worth discussing like more openly. Now that we have another lever to move. For the turn rate, because you talked about turn rate a lot before, right? And that was uh-huh. kind of complicated. But this is another metric in game with the in game turn rate percentage. Like, actually, I wonder if I wonder if this is true. So, if you had, say, you had minus one percent turn speed on your armor, and then you have minus three on your bag, that gets you to minus four percent. Would that be the same as two and two? I don't really know how it combines, but you'd imagine that it would be. Say it again. If you're, I wonder how the turns like the like turn if you speed. Had a... It should just be additive, right? So like if your if your helmet is right. helmet's five and your armor's five I... and your bag's five, that should be fifteen. Whereas if your helmet's zero and you're say you're not wearing any helmet or armor, but your bag's minus fifteen, that should be the same. I would think in terms of sensitivity, mm. like the sensitivity uh, modifier. Yeah, assuming that it's again the percentage is additive, and it's not a percent yeah. per se. Yeah, well, I mean, if it's a turn, if it's a even if it's a percentage, then that could be that that can be fine. I I'm I'm gonna have to maybe like test it or something. I don't I'm not really really sure if I can, but I'll have a think about it. Because the only the, the only thing that I was thinking was like you have now a range between bags with zero turn rate and bags with nine percent turn rate. One of them is the pilgrim, though, so that's probably kind of annoying. So you probably really only realistically have zero to minus seven percent because that's the attack too. Because you can legitimately buy that. Because um, Pilgrim is not even on the flea anymore, so you, you have right. to only find it. So you've got this—you've got this zero to seven percent turn rate. So what you do is you you load up right. your 
your highest turn speed kit, i.e. the one with the least debuffs, and you combine that with the attack 2. So say your overall kit gives you minus 3% turn rate debuff or something. You combine that with the attack 2 and that gives you minus 10. Mm-hmm. Well, that means that if you then wear armor with slightly more turn rate debuff, which gets you to minus 5, minus 6, minus 7, you could then combine that with a minus 3 bag or a minus 2 bag or a 0 bag even right? and get the same turn rate. So now if, if those things are additive and that works properly, which I don't know if it does, but if it does, then it means that you now have a much wider variety of kit and you, can, you could choose your kits to be the same turn rate across different sets of armor or whatever. And that would allow you to run like a much wider variety of equipment. Because, you know, before it was really annoying, right? And you were saying it's just really tough because everyone's stuck using the same kit because each one, each piece of armor and each helmet has like a very specific turn rate on it. Mm. And there's not really a lot you can do about that. Whereas now that we've got the bags there, you can kind of like buffer it or, you know, add more. Because as, as I, I said mean, in I the vid, the only, thing, the only thing that matters, like we, it doesn't really matter. It wouldn't matter if Tarkov had all the armors had minus 50% turn rate. It wouldn't really matter. It's, it's the fact that the armors have different turn rates that's the problem. We don't really care what the absolute value is of the turn rate. It's the fact that it changes that's the issue. You know, because mm. it's just otherwise it's just a scaling factor. So now you have this other you have this other metric to be able to add and take away from your armor and helmet turn rate debuff so that you can achieve the same overall turn rate across all the kits that you run. So you can run like the lower turn rate right. debuff bags with the heavier armors and the higher turn rate debuff bags with the lighter kits. And achieves like you could set a number so that like maximizes the number of kits you can run, you know, like minus eight percent or right. something. And then you always run this helmet, this armor, and this bag. Then this helmet, this armor, and this bag. And you just yeah. have like a grid of all the possible combinations. So you always have the same turn speed. That's, yeah, that's my idea. That's one way of going about it. I think that might be quite cool. And but this wasn't possible before, right? Because you couldn't modify it with the bags, but now you can. So I think it might end up being a, pl- a positive. Yeah, I just feel like if that's the takeaway. From the system, um, I don't know. It's I mean, that's not really of... the intended, like you know, outcome, but right, it's the emergent player behavior. Exactly. So there you go. So I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to like start having a look through all of these different ones and being like, okay, so if I go like Ratnik Gazelle and this, then if I go Bagari and like Ulak and this, like what bag do I need to compare it to? Like how many I... how many different armors can I get in this range? Yeah. of like zero to seven. No, I mean it sounds like an interesting thing. I I mean it definitely sounds like something. You know, this sounds like right up Gigabyte's alley. I think it would just be easier just to, you know, come up with a sensitivity calculator, <laughs> just run the backpack you want to run. But this also works, I guess. <laughs> I just thought this was easier because of what you were saying before about like all the changing sensitivity and stuff. Because this is yeah. because it's all phrased in terms of in game turn rate. Well, you don't need to do anything other than a couple of simple mathematical additions. Yeah. The, the nice thing about the turn rate modifier is allegedly it's. Only, yeah, it is only affects your hip fire, so like your turning speed. So it's a lot easier to keep that consistent. If you only care about the hip fire, it's a lot easier to keep that consistent. Um, yeah, so that's that's nice. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So that is. That is the the bags, right? What is what is it next? What is next? Is there any other interesting stuff in the bags, though? It's got to be something. Uh, I mean, I'm looking at 
I don't know. Mechanism looks pretty good. Low weight. <laughs> I mean, given they didn't uh, have any debuffs before, yeah. I don't really think it's that interesting. I mean, almost all of them, like pretty much all of them are 3% or lower mm-hmm. on every metric. I don't know if any of them really like stand out particularly. Yeah, as we said, like, you know, there's some of the bigger ones. Attack 2 is like minus 5, Why minus is the 7. Pilgrim seven so bad? I guess, okay, I guess it's a scav. Item, yeah, it's so just it falls yeah, into that like category. It's, right. it's the big version of the lol keck, you right. know, it's the hiker bag. But like right. this is why it's like it doesn't make sense to me. That doesn't make sense though. Because it's it weighs 3.4 and it has minus seven turn speed, but the couch weighs 6.3, almost twice as much, but only reduces by five percent. Like and and it like it just has less penalties across like I don't know. It's just that's what I mean, is like it just kind of feels convoluted yeah I but mean, maybe I there's some it. interesting you know <laughs> stuff to be had i'm i'm not really uh i'd have to like sit here and paper analyze everything yeah i mean it didn't seem that i mean i'm just yeah i'm not i'm not super Super bothered now. Like I came up with a couple of suggestions for when it was the old one because they were more obvious. But now because they're less obvious, I'm just not sure if it matters as much. To be honest, because I mean, like, what's kind of like the biggest bag, like the Trooper 35, is probably the biggest bag you can. That you have the lowest yeah. turn rate on. It's like 35 bag, but it weighs and only minus two. two. Which I don't know how it much does. weight matters now that they've you know done the changes to weight. So that may just not be a it matters less. Uh, it matters you know, less. It may just be a non-factor. I'm not sure. This this is like, the thing is I can't tell if it's like enough to like swing me on something you know what I mean mm. um, yeah yeah so it kind of just ends up being like a counter it's like they did the changes to the penalties they made them less and then they like re added them in via the backpack which is weird and so yeah. now it's like it's gonna make you know if you're if you're like a couch let's say you run a pilgrim and you drop your backpack it's like the difference is gonna feel pretty pretty massive which is another yeah, annoying maybe a bit of a problem yeah so now you're just gonna have to make sure that you have a bag where you can take two so you take one inside the other so you do this you do the <laughs> tab discard so you keep your bag on empty and the yeah. old bag goes out. You also don't make any sound either, so it's actually technically, you know, True. technically optimal to do it that way. <laughs> there you go. Dude, if that's, that's the emerging player, that's the giga oh solution. God, there you go. Amazing. That's the giga solution. Two bags. Two bag meta. Yeah, could that actually work meta. though? It would. It would actually work. Well, I mean, like, work. I mean, it works, but is it actually like reasonable? Right? I'm trying to think. I mean, I you think it could... might be for the small bags. Like the, say, bag, the day pack okay. or the bird cut you could do uh the beta you oh you can't stack betas damn you just go like scav bp inside a bird cut or whatever because you just pick the cheapest bag that you can fit in there you know so scav bp inside a ba- scav bp inside a bird cut you heard it here first yeah that's interesting <laughs> that's funny i do like that but my favorite one actually that i'd never really looked at before because I've, I've never tabulated bags so I was kind of interested to look at it because I just like haven't ever really bothered. Because like, I don't even know how many bags there are, to be honest. It's something that I had thought about looking into for some kind of like, you know, insurance frauding 
kind of thing like which bags are non-standard and stuff because like you run into them like the mechanism and some others like this and think like oh that's kind of cool because like people can't take my armor or whatever because the the slots on the bag are like weird um and it gave i was like thinking about that but i hadn't put anything together on it or, or anything really it was just a thought in the back of my head when i used them a couple of times and um yeah just like going through them i was like oh what is this one the nice com 3 bvs like i knew it was the uh i knew it was the bird eye backpack because it's got like the big mm-hmm. radio on it i was like this is really strange because it's got i've never really looked at the statistics for it and it's like it's 15 kilos dude because it's like covered in radios i was like what and then i opened it up and it's just like two slot like six by two yeah that's weird it's like super weird bag i never even looked at that one before um very very odd i've actually been running i, I got one in the scav case and i've been running the uh what's it called the takedown the the three uh, the three the one that's three wide and like super long which is really, really random, like kind of funny. It's just, it's just entertaining. It's been like fun to run. And then the dude who I had that like weird VSS fight with, he was running the VSS with the takedown. Like after I like, I'd stopped using, I think maybe like, maybe I did die or something. I can't remember where I put it away or whatever. And then he was like using like almost, it looks almost like my kit. I was like, that's really odd. But then the guy was wearing like an MMAC and I was like, oh, that's a mistake. Cause he's got like a three wide. Yeah. And like however long thing, but he's wearing a three by three rig that's like really efficient. I was like, no, you don't wear the MMAC with the with that with the takedown. No, you need to go for like the NAM two or something. You know, something that's four by four because you can't fit it in. So that's the whole point. I was like, no, this guy's he's he's blundered. He's blundered. Take it all, take it all. <laughs> Which I thought was quite funny. Yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm more interested in this kind of uh, combo mixing of turn rates than I am about anything else because I don't think. I don't think for me personally, 2% turn rate will be noticeable. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I'm, I don't really have a good feeling as to how much like 5% or 2% turn rate is impactful or not. Um, maybe 2% is enough to mess the muscle memory up. I don't know. I don't know. But I always thought it was more the, you know, once you get above like 5, 10%, that's where it starts to get a bit of a mess. Like I used to be able to use the Redoot M back when it was, God, I can't remember what it used to be. But actually, it's probably still the same as what it is now. It's like 12, 14 or something. Um, and that was kind of like, uh, it was okay. But um, I'm interested to test this, this thing out. Yeah. Yeah, some very random bags. Yeah. So yes, was that that? Was that, was that that? Yeah, I guess the one last thing was AI. They talked about fixing AIs, not being able to see you when you're leaning or when mm. you're on corners. Yeah, that was um, what I was going to talk about next too. Yeah, have you tested that? Not really. Mm-hmm. Not really. I thought that this was fixed at the beginning of the wipe anyway, because, and I think I mentioned it here, that I got shot in the you know, right arm trying to lean peak a scav. So I think it was maybe fixed a bit. Um, I saw some people chatting about it saying like, oh, you can still like right lean peak the rogues, but now they're like, they're much more aggressive about shooting it like it's still maybe possible from certain angles but a bit harder now I, I don't know i've not had any practical experience of it yet so i'm gonna have to see this next week i've been i haven't really been doing much like lean peaking of scavs i don't know the jury's out the jury's out i mean if they do completely the, the problem is right if they do completely remove and i don't really care about normal scavs because that's, that's kind of fine because there's ways of dealing with them if they do completely remove this lean the lean peaking thing for the rogues i don't know how you're supposed to kill them like, the only reason why people do the lean peaking on the rogues is because they're so aggressively hard to kill anyway. And I'll say the only reason, right, is because it's the easiest way, because it's the only way. Like, uh, it's so hard to kill them otherwise. 
If they remove that, you're gonna have to you have to make sure it's a completely still clear day. Yeah, from a I mean, long it's way away. Still, like the thing is, it probably still won't be that bad simply because if you do it tight enough. This was the other thing they I think they said was like it was like leaning and while shooting them through small gaps or something. There was a line in there mm. about like at the pull. Oh up, yeah, let me look for it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which was like, oh, this is really concerning because now it's like, are you like depending on how they because they could have done it one of two ways. They could have done it where like, you know, essentially any line of sight you get shot at, which would mean like if there's a gap in a wall and you're walking past it, you just you know get aimbotted, which I assume is probably not how they did it. They probably did where if you, you know, aggro them so to speak, then. Um, you know, that sort of like kicks in to where now they'll shoot through those gaps or shoot when you're lean peeking, which probably still isn't that big of an issue on the lean peeking side, simply because if you do it right, they can only see like your arm. So you would only take damage in your arm. So Mm. unless they got off like five or six consecutive shots in the arm, you might be fine, so you know, just go for one tap headshots. It kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind of a hard thing to say. It, I don't think it's like the end of the world, so to speak. Um, I'm not sure why they prioritize this. Like, I don't, I don't know. It just like kind of like the whole AI discussion is a kind of a cesspool, honestly, but. Um, it's a tough one yeah so i mean the specific line says fix the possibility of killing bots without them returning fire whilst leaning and shooting from narrow narrow openings or hard to see covers is what it says specifically yeah so i'm i mean that's kind of my guess is they will now recognize where you are and aggro you i guess because previously you were they it probably they probably operate on like your you know hitbox slash skeletal bone and since they can't see that core bone core part you're just kind of like invisible to them so maybe now they can actually see other parts like your arm etc yeah gonna have to see Gonna have to see. I've not done much rogue fighting, so I don't know. And I I hardly ever do that lean picky thing. Like usually with scavs I tend to, I tend to abuse like the movement and the positioning with them and their like small delay reaction. That's usually how I kill yeah, scavs. Is not is that really like... abuse? Well, that's in okay. It's the mechanic that I utilize to kill them. Yeah, usually. like I feel I like that's know, a I, don't, I don't normally do lean peeking. Yeah, yeah. I don't normally do the lean, lean peeking. Thing right. is probably abuse, quote unquote. But as you said, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I also don't know how you kill them because allegedly I have not played. Okay, lighthouse. I don't plan to. For a long time, <laughs> but uh, supposedly, if you shoot at them from really far away, they will aggro back and shoot back at you. I don't know if that's true. Really? Or not. I deny. Yeah, someone's gonna have to yeah, confirm sure. or deny that. <laughs> that's not that's that's true. Like the scuffed sixty durability M four, yeah, eight five five coming you from five hundred meters. I feel like it's not true, simply because. But the, I don't know. I, I don't know. Are those clips? Older new, I don't know. I guess if you one tap them, I don't know. Someone's at the 
yeah. Correct the record on that. But anywho. Anywho. Okay, so cool. the big the big one, Giga. Mm. <laughs> the scuff mm. talk two point Scuff talk. The uh yeah, the the RMT stuff. The continuation from last week. Because we just opened the, the, the Pandora's box at the beginning of last week, right? Mm-hmm. Um when we were talking about it. So I guess, like, well, to be, I mean, to be fair, I actually feel uh, I don't feel as in a in a dark place, which is which is nice. But I mean, so where where we at? We've had like so, Teratex Vibin is still they're still currently temp banned. There's no appeal, apparently. <laughs> um, there's also been the story of Quattro Ace as well. He's like a long time OG and on the Russian community side, who is also temp banned as well at the moment. Like, who knows what's what's real and what's not? What's what's people are saying? Like, there's three like completely different stories. The Vibin one is like probably the most like out there one, which is that's like the headline, I would say, um, because he has received some crazy viewer kits. <laughs> I right? just flashed it on screen. I love <laughs> Okay. It's such a meme. So he's like smiling, there's all this gear. <laughs> yeah. A pop yeah. up so is the... like you've been permanently banned. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah, so there's so there's a screenshot that's floating around. Um I mean, I'll, I'll post it in chat as well. Um, so there's a screenshot floating around, which is like basically of him like receiving a, an insane viewer kit. Um, and the, the the issue with with that is, uh, so there was a, like a DM, there was a D, like his DMs with the, the community managers, and they confirmed that it wasn't for viewer kits. His his like suspension, mm-hmm. right? Which then brings into question, like, well, what do they think is viewer kits? Do they think that that's not a viewer kit? Like, is that a viewer kit from their perspective? Like, does BSG think that three slicks and a load of BP and five or nine or whatever, M855 or whatever it was, yeah, M855A1, do they, do, do they deem that not a viewer kit? So, I don't know. I'm like, maybe they, maybe they, do, they did RMT to get it. I'm not sure. Like, it, it's, it's hard to know. So no one really knows what, what, what they've done. Um, Teratex claims complete innocence. Um, and he said that he streamed the entire wipe on his account and you can track, like, the Ruble count on across the stream. Like, everything's public. And he doesn't know what he did. What he did, which is his his case is a bit more bit more weird because of that. Um, I don't really know. And then the Quattro case, the story for that is uh, that Quattro is he just you know he he, t- he takes kits and stuff these days and just like you know messes around and has fun whatever goofs about. Someone traded him across the flea market like a a, a black key card I think, um, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's like the conversation. I don't know the details, but the conversation went along the lines of, you know, oh, you know, how did you get it, whatever. And the guy admitted, like, oh, actually, I, I bought it on RMT. And he was just like, oh crap, and he deleted it, deleted the card on stream, went to the Russian community managers and was just like, yo, this happened. Like, I'm, I'm worried about what might happen here. And apparently, this was way before Vibin even. This is like the this is the first one, but none of us heard about it because um, he was trying to sort it out in private. Like, fair play, you know, props to the props to the dude for trying to keep it on. You know, just let like not make a huge huge deal out of it and maybe get it resolved um and so yeah he went to the community managers and was like this is this has happened you know i've deleted the thing i've done what i think i needed to do to resolve the situation and then sometime later he's like 60 day timeout as well yeah so yeah i mean it's not really i don't know it's it's weird like everywhere like a billion people have got involved in this like even pesley's got involved saying that you know this you need to be more transparent it's uh, it's it's weird because like, I I totally agree. Oh, it's just it's such a tricky one, right? Because it's like this is a really big this is a really big issue, and the communication is not very good. 
but I also feel that some in some situations and some cases it's maybe being like hyped up a little bit too much. Like people are getting like really scared for like, and I say like maybe no reason. There's like there's random stuff things. There's always gonna be random stories. People are just making making stuff up. So it's hard to know like what's real, what's not at the minute. Like who's actually been you know timed out or whatever. There's like I think I watched one of the one pay videos and he was saying that somebody who's supposedly not played any raids has been like timed out for RMT or whatever, even though they've not played this wipe or something. So I I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of stuff going around in the community right now on this basis and lots of people like videos about it and stuff and like oh and some of the biggest streamers were like you know just saying saying things out on twitter and just like bashing bsg in a way that was probably just like unproductive um which then led to them like being unfollowed by by bsg so it's just like the drama circle and just like the fire has just been fueled from every side um yeah which is just you know it's just a very it's a it's a very unfortunate bad situation like but the only one thing that I will say about it, and this is different, right? This is this is different, but I had a, an interesting parallel to make when I was just like musing about the situation in general, which was in my old line of work. If you had a suspected case of, I don't know, some kind of like fraudulent behavior. Right. Like, it is illegal to tip off the person who you think has done it, right? And you can't, like, you can't even tell them. You can't even, like, actually really tell them what, what's happened. Now, I, I know this is completely different, but that was the only reason that I could think, and the, and the parallel we're here with BSG, being like, they won't tell anybody what they've done for the same reason why they don't tell people what they're doing with the cheater situation specifically, because people who are looking to circumvent the system could use that information right. to circumvent the system. It's like now, hey it guys, really, yeah, yeah, you know, ex- exactly. You know yeah. that ex, you know that exploit that the cheater using to see through walls. We yeah. completely patched that, by the way. And here's how we patched it. Here's all exactly, the, yeah. right, right, exactly, yeah. exactly. It's, it's along those wavelengths, right? If you've done nothing though, obviously, it really sucks because you have like no recourse to to try and see what you did. Is it false? Is it something I did inadvertently? You have no idea. So that's the problem, right? But there is there is an angle there on the opposing argument even if it kind of sucks um there there is an argument there so like i was just i was just musing about that i thought it was an interesting an interesting thing at least to bear in mind despite the fact that it's a pretty awful situation so i mean yeah it's just like continuing on it doesn't really seem i don't think anybody else has been banned or anything so the situation is like been a bit static and just people talking about it i mean the last couple of days have been a bit quiet it was like yeah we're still going full crazy at the beginning of the week and it's a bit less insane now um but i don't really know how this is going to be resolved i mean i'm presumably like the guy those those guys who've been banned are just playing on other other, other accounts and i guess they'll just play those other accounts and then the ban will go away and then that'll probably be it yeah that's kind of how i think I... it'll go i don't know i i do think that because of the inherent problem that BSG are not willing to reveal their hands, right? And there's like leaked DMs and screenshot where you know it's like I, you know, the community manager is saying in in a DM that oh, I could give six Altons to X person and they won't get that won't flag RMT, you know? Or you know, it's like but mm. BSG isn't 
coming out and saying exactly what qualifies as flagging aren't yeah which right. i i can see i sort of I, can see right, why I, as well right it's like right. But, but we don't even have a ballpark area sorry i keep cutting in but yeah we don't even have a ballpark area right you, you go you go but but that's and you're right and that's the problem is that we are left in the dark and you know to try to make sense of it all and you try to fill in gaps like puzzle pieces that may fit may not fit um just because the pieces fit doesn't mean that's those are the right puzzle pieces. You know what I mean? Because, like, on one hand, it's like, why, you know, trying to put yourself in the mind of BSG, like, why would they temp ban these people? Like, what are some other reasons, right? Um, did they say bad stuff about BSG? <laughs> are they, like, you know, so, I don't know. Is there just like some evil? You know what I mean? Is there like yeah? I don't think evil, it's gone that far. But... Right? Is there like some evil? You know, malice intent behind it? I mean, it, there doesn't seem to be any indication of that. Um, is it? Is it? Did they mess up on their end? You know, well, they haven't like corrected it, and it seems like like they're not like correcting the record. So, I, you know, it's kind of hard to like fill in that puzzle piece. Um, you don't, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, it doesn't seem like they're really backing down from this. And again, it's, it's, it's a temp band. Like, it's funny enough because when my buddy bought RMT, he didn't get banned till like weeks after. And it was a temp mm-hmm. band as well. And we assume that they tracked it via flea market stuff. Um, but he went and raid and got some items too. So I can't, I can't say for certain, but nonetheless, uh, cause he did like a, I think he traded like back then the, the fees were the flea market fees were way less. And I don't even think there was found in raid or maybe there was, I can't remember, but anyways, he ended up trading like a, maybe there was, he ended up trading a bandage for like an M4 for reap on it. And, and things right. like this, and he just ate the cost or whatever, but back then the cost wasn't that insane, but um, I don't know, it's just, it, it's kind of one of the things where like, I can't fault people for uh, trying to make sense of it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I just think we all need to like, accept that we don't, there are a lot of unknowns and we have to accept that we don't know everything, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think it really sucks for people who are in the situation who didn't do anything because, like, it brings those people into question too, right? Because if BSG is saying, "Well, it's not for viewer kits," then there are people like, "Well, what is it? What is it for? Like, do you even deem this a viewer kit, or is it not?" There's, for me, to me, there seems to be two separate kinds of things here. My personal opinion is these people have been these people have been temp banned for boosting. That is my personal opinion. Boosting now, what's boosting? Mm-hmm. This and this, this itself is a very interesting topic. Now, BSG have said. Boosting is not allowed. Boosting is against TOS. Boosting being given disproportionate amounts of kit, right? Disproportionate in extreme quotation marks, because mm-hmm. who knows, you know, what that would even relate to. Um, that you didn't have, that basically you didn't, you know, achieve yourself or whatever, because they've never liked that. Now, this that's a this is a policy thing, because. 
I guess like buying a black card for like something of very low value. It was better say the RMT thing isn't, you know, say, say it wasn't RMT, or even if it was RMT, it's like, well, it is RMT, but it wasn't his fault. He didn't know. So he didn't do RMT, but he did get boosted. I personally couldn't care less about boosting. I actually have no, I really don't care. I don't I, it has, has like no impact on the game whatsoever, right? People, people taking like a bunch of stuff from other people. As long as it's, I mean, this is the thing, it's very difficult to distinguish that from RMT, right? Which is the problem. BSG don't have any of the monetary side. So that's why it all right. gets bundled in together. And this is why probably certain specific people have ended up being flagged for one reason or another. Um, because RMT and, and just like general like view, but you know, communities giving an astronomical amount of stuff to an individual person, some streamer or content creator of some kind, looks very similar and is very hard to distinguish between, which well, is a problem. I would I would say they just to jump in here quickly, I would say they probably care a lot less about your average player boosting versus a cheater who's boosting. Because it's it it like feels the the cycle, right? Like the idea is like cheaters are cheating because they can make money and run a business off the backs of BSG's game. You know what I mean? But that's so like, like RMT specifically, right? Sure, but you could buy and get boosted. You know, you'll go what, in. What, like a carry or something? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I guess that's still, uh, yeah, I guess that's still, like, part of the whole, like, cheating thing as opposed to, and then this, this, this is the two separate things, right? It's like BSG's inability and not really to do, and that's not really their own fault, right? Their inability to distinguish between RMT and, like, what they've classified as boosting. It's very difficult to distinguish between those two things. But from a theoretical perspective, obviously RMT is not very good. Boosting, I don't really, I don't really care about. Like if a streamer takes a load of stuff from their community, like, I just don't really care. If like a guy takes a load of stuff yeah. from their buddies in general, I don't really care. Like it doesn't, it doesn't bother me really. It's just, it does get kind of in a gray area because like you think about it, you know, if I, if I, you know, take my stash and, you know, liquidate it, and then give it to someone else. Um, I, I don't know. It's just like it. it how how is BSG not going to see that I did like a thirty eight million transfer of rubles from my account to another account through the course of however many instances, and not suspect that there was RMT involved? You know, wouldn't that put my account now like you know me dropping my buddy a key or whatever i I mean again you can't do that but me dropping my buddy like a graphics card so you can put it in this farm or whatever you know that's probably not a big deal but the the the, the large stuff it does kind of like raise a flag like okay was there money involved behind closed doors and then that leads to okay were these people cheating like you know you investigate the accounts that are involved like you know what i mean it just i i get what you're saying like in a vacuum like, who cares, right? Who cares if you give your buddy, if you help your buddy out? But I guess the large, perhaps the large, that's why they have that line there about extreme, maybe, if, if mm. that's actually in. But I have, I'm going to pull up the TOS because I've, I've been looking at it a lot recently. Man, is it. <laughs> God, they I don't have think a lot it's of power. Specific, isn't it? As far as I knew. I mean, they can basically do what they want. Like, within, yeah. the, within the guns of the game, they can basically do whatever. Like, I, I think the TOS is almost meaningless, personally. What do you mean? 
as in they can just do whatever they want anyway really like it doesn't act, doesn't actually matter per se like what are people going to well, do legally, people are actually going to are people actually going to go and sue them for 150 like you wouldn't even like, get through the very first the first is going to be an international thing right you're yeah, never going to get anyone like it's just it's meaningless right you're, it's a meaningless thing because it's not even worth like, sorry for it's BSG. not even worth it's not even worth having the lawyer pick up the phone for like 2 seconds to even actually you know it's like it's just it's so it's so pointless <laughs> you're probably right but it's you know it's they're it's there to to protect them i i get it so it's just man they got a lot of <laughs> they hold so much fucking power man it's really i don't see boosting listed in here i don't think it is i think it's in tweets it was like a tweet from two years ago okay i think this is the problem is like nikita talking about it on maybe a podcast and then like some tweets on bsg's twitter so this is part of the issue, right? There's like there's nothing written about this stuff. Like it's not in the game. It doesn't tell you anywhere. Yeah, it's just like Which, why? And <laughs> I, I just come back to it's it it's probably because it is so closely related to, like I, I mean, one wipe. I literally liquidated my account into um, sick cases and labs cards. Like I had a red card and whatever, and gave it to my friend because I was just done playing. Right, yeah. that was back before then, but like. That was a huge, you know, that was a lot of money that got sent over. Um, if that happened like multiple times, there's a good chance I may have gotten something happened to my account. Who knows? But I, I that's yeah. my, that's why I suspect they are doing the things they are doing because they are so adamant about keeping. They want, they want to have their cake and eat it too. They want to keep certain aspects of the game while combating human behavior that arises from those aspects of the game. You know, the whole economy. They want like this deep, you know, uh, what's it called? What's that one game called? Got a crazy economy. Why can't it think of it? Space game. Uh, whatever. They want like this, you know, real life economy. They don't want the real world economy mixing into it, but like it's just kind of like nat. I don't know. It's it's, and then because they want to have such a war about it, like, and it makes sense too, right? Like this is affecting if your game is like perceived as infestive cheaters, <laughs> and it's already a difficult game, you know, a hard game to get into. Um, it. It's just not good for your bottom line, so it makes sense why they're doing this, you know, battle, this war. I mean, Nikita literally said, like, <laughs> comrades, mm. we are in a war <laughs> against these pizzas. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's just... It's unfortunate, um, but I suspect that those people were banned because as you kind of said that some form or fashion whether you know intentionally unknowingly whatever they received rmt i mean again i i suspect because like my friend he was banned right but it took him a couple of weeks mm. and and he was only banned for like 60 or 90 days i don't remember what it was but to me m Probably, right. Because you think about it, it's like they could just look at bandages and like how would they how would they catch my friend? 
right? They can't see the monetary side, right? Yeah. It's not like they're going on, you know, rmt.com and looking at these. No. So, but they, but there's got to be something they can see in the game, right? So let's yes, assume. On SPSG, you're running a website. <laughs> <laughs> Stop. Stop. Uh, you're, you're giving them. That'd be way you're too giving big them brain, ammunition. You know? <laughs> that'd be way too big brain. So there's got to be something they can track in the game. So it probably takes them some time to confirm that this transaction was fraudulent. I don't know how. I don't know the mechanics of that, but I presume that's possibly the case. Because why? If if they could see it, you know, happening, like, did it really take someone two, three weeks to? To sift through the data, like there's got to be some system involved. Yeah, for sure. I mean, for me, it would just be kind of you know the the asymmetry between the two items, right? They've got the in-game item prices; they can see the big difference. That's super easy for them to calculate and see what transactions look weird, like things that are going yeah, but... through at completely different levels. But then you don't want to just go like, "Oh, you did the trade, bam, exactly. instantly banned." You exactly. Know? You don't want to tell people like by even by the timing of the ban, you tell people what they did. And so the next time they can avoid that, maybe they like lower the threshold and then they, you well, know, where's the threshold? They figure it out. You know what I mean? So like you ban them in three weeks time. So they don't know what it is within the activity that they did do that got them banned. That's kind of the idea, I think. That could be it. That could also be if you're the bandage alone isn't enough, right? I saw this because you could accidentally, what if you mistakenly did the what if you were just new and you did the transaction? Wouldn't that suck if you got banned because you just did the wrong trade on the flea market? That'd be a terrible system, right? Yeah. It, it, could, it could be a thing. I don't think so. I suspect is they're looking for some type of um, confirmation, right? Like, we need to confirm that this was actually an RMT occurrence and not a legitimate trade. You know what I mean? Maybe, yeah. They gotta have, so- they gotta have something because you can't just be I mean, I guess you could, but it wouldn't be good for your game if you're just passing out bands left and right. Which, which makes this whole th- scenario really interesting because there is like three relatively, you know, TRX is kind of maybe probably more popular in EU. Vibe, I really don't know, but like Quatrace is like fairly popular mainly because of Veritas's video, which he's just like featured Quatrace gameplay and how he looted and stuff. And, and Quatrace also just like a, Front player, but like, let's assume that all these guys are legitimate. They didn't like actively partake in any RMT, right? Somehow they got caught in the crossfire of it all. You know, I don't know. Yeah. This is like kind of bad PR for BSG in a way because it's like, oh, they're passing out bands to streamers, but like they're doubling down or not really like correcting anything. They're not taking a stance. Like, I don't know. It's just kind of a weird time. And Tarkov. Yeah, I mean, the, the ramifications are it's just like, what can you do? Do people know? Do people feel comfortable, you know, grouping up and stuff? Because the, the one extra, the one extra little, like, one extra little thing about it was like, so the Teratex one I thought was the most interesting, right, before, because he said he didn't do anything. And the only thing that he had, had said that he could see that happened was he played like a scav, like a scav army raid or something with like somebody who, with one of the guys who was, also playing with Vibin or something, so there was like a really like weak link there or something like that. And so basically, people people have got scared that if they're going to play with other people, 
and those people have been doing RMT that they're going to get flagged because they're playing with with cheaters or with RMT people. That's probably like the worst part of it. I think nobody really knows whether they're going to be safe or not, and like you might just get handed a nine six like a sixty day ban and have your account wiped. I don't no reason. think so because we've me and my buddies we've traded tons of stuff in right. Like we used to trade GPU bitcoins like prior to that to like the found rate stuff. I mean even now we probably still would have done like the GPUs are like an easy trade item because they they hold their value. You know you can put it in your farm. But was that was that with your buddy who did the RMT? No. So that's like but that's even, different, right? Why is it different? I'm saying like people is because you don't know who's doing RMT and who isn't. So that's why people is like but scared why, to buddy up with people. But why would I get banned if I traded with with him, with the buddy I who bought I, RMT? I don't know. Don't ask me. But like, think don't about ask, it. That's what people are. That's what people are worried about, right? Because it seems to be what might have happened in some cases. But like, why? So they ban, they ban my buddy. For buying RMT, right? Yeah. So why would I get banned for trading with him? Because they, he's a flagged account. But is he a flagged buyer or is he a flagged seller? I don't, is is I, that a distinction even made? I don't I've no idea, dude. I don't well, know. I, I think it does because nobody I, knows. And the fact that nobody knows, everyone's freaking scared. This is the thing. It's been whipped up into this frenzy. Everyone's like terrified. They're about to get 60 day ban hammered. That's the problem. Nobody knows what they yeah. can and can't do. This is the issue. Like nobody knows what's okay and what's not okay. Everyone's scared to buddy up with each other. I like know. it's put, it puts people in a really weird like, spot. I, and it's, just, it's the weird I spot know. I'm arguing against. Not like the specific I have no idea what BSD's metrics are. Like who knows? Like nobody nobody knows. I know. I could I could just only go off of my experience. I don't I suspect that they ban temp ban buyers because they are um they're not really the root of the problem. They're kind of just a symptom of the problem. So they get them a slap on the wrist, but the sellers they target for permaban, so I yeah, uh, I don't know. I would just say be careful who you trade with you know which is a really shitty thing to say um because i suspect if your buddy is un if someone you're you're getting items from in a non-organic way let's say okay non-organic being like flea market you know high variation transactions or whatever um or in raid dropping items those being the non-organic ways i would say yeah. you gotta be careful who you do that with because if they are someone who sells stuff items for money on the side because this is the other thing is like airwing was saying he had someone come to his chat and was like, hey man, I'm I'm a big fan. I want to give you like 30 million in in mm. rubles. And Aaron was like, Oh, this is really weird. Like he's never had that anyone having that before. Like he doesn't need the money to begin with, but it's just really odd. And then all these RMT bands start cropping up the next few days. And he was wondering if that person was actively trying to target Airwing. Cause if if somehow, let's just say, okay, hypothetically, let's say the sellers know that 
they're being their transactions are being tracked, right? And they know that what ends up happening is their account gets banned, which is fine for them because they just take their profits and go buy an account off G2A for like $5. <laughs> but they know that their, their customer, the person buying RMT, gets a temp ban of 60 days. They now know that they could put a hit out on Mr. Streamer, you know? I mean, yeah. it's, a, it's a crack pipe theory. Trust me, I know, but it's... It's a potential, though. There's another thing that's potential, right? People like poison chalicing streamers or yes. content creators or people who are, like, public. Or anyone, really. To be honest, it could be anybody. By getting their account, you know, wiped in 60-day cleared. Or accepting some item or whatever, knowing that their own account's flagged. Dude, it's a freaking minefield. This is the, this is the thing. It's just a minefield. Yeah, and I wish I... Again, I don't really agree with the whole mentality of BSG are approaching it. It's like a very like iron fist rule. Um, but I understand, you know, there's things at play, you know, they're running a business at the end of the day. I get it. I I it like in some ways I just almost wish they would just delete the flea market. I don't know if that would like that wouldn't really solve RMT, I guess, but <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That might make it worse. Yeah. I don't know. That might make it worse. Yeah, I don't know. There's, there was a funny, there was an interesting thing that I um, heard being sort of bandied around, and I do think it still maybe is true. I mean, you don't, you, we can't really ever know whether this is right or not, but we did suspect previously with the increase in, I don't know, like going after certain aspects of the community that there's like a suspicion that it potentially makes the, the GT community like more aggressive you know, you can't just like go around, clear the map, and do RMT or whatever. Like, you have to like do carry raids where you end up killing more people. You know, we suspected this a, a long time ago when more of these yeah. restrictions were coming in. Um, and so then it ends up making the cheating problem like actually look worse. Um, even if even if it is actually slightly right. better, because like it, it's in now it's now in, interacting directly with more players as opposed to indirectly via the economy and yeah. like all the loops not being there and stuff. Um, so. It's a funny one. Like we can never know if that's actually true or not, but um, it's it's strange because it doesn't appear to. Well, I just don't run into it enough, and it's as a solo again. It's so hard to see people cheating and whatever. So I just don't know if it's better or worse than it used to be. I can't tell you definitively that it's worse. I I can't tell you that it's better, particularly. I'm just kind of going off what the community feel is, and I don't I don't think a lot of people really know. You know, what like hypothetically, if the game. Because, you know, there's, like, probably multiple ways of approaching this, but, like, what if you just wipe the game more frequently? Would that, like, greatly de-incentivize? Because, like, six months is, like, yeah, that's a short time, but, like, that's, like, I mean, that's two seasons, man. Like, that's not, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, it's it's like you're buying a season pass for <laughs> RMT. <laughs> season pass, get your Red Rebel and Labs card exclusive now at Church-RMT-Tarkov.com. But, you know what I mean? Like, I wonder if, like, if... Because, like, I looked it up. Rust has RMT, but, like, it's mm. so, like, niche and, like, small. It's mostly just, like, yeah, we'll raid your neighbor. Just, you know, or, like, yeah. yeah. Just, just, like, some really weird of two things. And it's also more complicated because you got servers, obviously. You know. But it's, like, it's such... It's not... It's, like, most likely it's not... A, like a viable market 
Like there was like three websites, whereas like Tarkov RMT, there's a lot of websites. Yeah, I mean, I think I I would just chalk that down fundamentally to the difference between the global and like server or based, you know, model. It's completely it's different, right? Because anything you have in Tarkov can be used. Well, the game is just is one big global net of all the people, whereas the Rust is all the is well, specific, right? True, but you could argue that because it is on a fixed cycle, right? There's going to be a peak in RMT, and then there's going to be a dip. Mm. Whereas having the variation between all the different servers, you have a more consistent, steady Maybe. line. Yeah. But I can see why it's less. I still think that because Rust typically like it wipes. I think like once a month on like official servers, and then all the other servers is like whatever they decide. I just I just wonder if he set it to like every, wipes the game wipes every three months, you know. What, how would that affect RMT? You know, what would that do? Yeah, I don't really know. I'm not sure. Would it be like, what's the short enough time? Yeah, what's the short enough time for people to not care? You know, here's the, here's the really where you have to, here's how they probably have to squash RMT is you have to get it to where the business isn't profitable anymore. As long as it's profitable, the issue is still going to occur, right? Yeah, I feel like it's always going to be a problem. I don't know. I'm just not sure if you can ever solve I just don't know if you, this is a solvable problem, honestly. Oh, so I remember CZTL, he had a hot take at one point. I, mean, I don't know whether he was just telling, saying this in jest or whatever. He was just like, yeah, you know, they should just, BSG should just sell all the items. That's it. You know, just pull out the, uh, the RMT rug from underneath the game. That's it. BSG sell all the items. It's fine. The issue with that is if you, you know, officially endorse it, then like any, anybody could do it. It's not like some shady thing where you might get banned or put some people off. Is yeah, I mean, I it, it is, it is one solution. <laughs> I don't like that pay to yeah. win. Tally, it's just kind no, of. I agree. I agree. You know, but unfair then. advantage. <laughs> yeah, I thought there was something, something sort of like tangentially related. I thought it was kind of interesting is that uh, there was actually a, I don't know whether you saw this, there was a, an article that like caught my attention, which was from Dota 2 Cheaters will never be welcome in Dota. Did you read this? Uh-oh. It was literally this week, and I like noted it because I was like, "Oh, this is interesting." And basically, it says like, "Today, we permanently banned over forty thousand accounts using third-party software to cheat in Dota." Software was able to access used information, um, information used internally by the Dota client that wasn't visible. So, what it basically said is they, um, yeah, so it gave the cheater an unfair advantage because they could use information that was in the Dota client but um, wasn't visible during normal gameplay. So it's a bit like, you know, in Tarkov, where you have like loot is already in the boxes, but it's not visible during normal gameplay, where player positions and all this kind of stuff. It says here, with that goal in mind, we released a patch as soon as we understood the method. The patch created a honeypot, a section of data inside the game's client that would never be read by normal gameplay, but could be read by the exploits. Each of the accounts banned today read from the secret area in the client, gives us extremely high confidence that every ban was well-deserved. Cool. I thought that was, I was like, that's genius. It's like actually genius. It's so good. Yeah. So, so good. I, I do want to just like quickly comment on some of the comments from the last Scav Talk in that I am not a all-knowing being. <laughs> um, so if you have... You know something that you think I am missing or whatever, like just please, like just put your source out there. You know, I, 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 I I'm, I'm more than willing to learn. Um, but the, the whole, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, there's there seems to be a lot of mind reading going on as well. Um, <laughs> apparently, I just want to do X for an advantage. Obviously, I mean, what else could it possibly be? So, um, yeah, like I said, if you, I try to do some research on LUTs and shaders and etc. But again, I'm not I'm not a colorist. You know, I'm not it's not my professional field. So by all means, please uh, feel free to educate. Is more than welcomed. We like education. I like learning new things. Yeah. Um, the other thing I was gonna say is the podcast POG cast talked about. Mm. I watched their episode on on Let's as well, <laughs> and they talked about. I think Veritas said someone who knows their stuff said within Unity there's a thing called linear shading and gamma shading. I think it's called. And which is interesting because the Tarkov SP branch has a a graphics overhaul mod, and one of the things you can tick on or off is linear lighting. And I wonder if that's that's what that is. And it looks different. I'm not sure, mm. but, but but anyways, long and short of linear shading versus gamma shading, which Tarkov uses gamma shading, is it's more of a gradient between light and dark, right? Whereas linear is like a much more harsher cutoff. You have like. There's like this sphere, right? And like in the middle of the sphere, it's just like a split between black and white. There's kind of a gradient, but it's really slim for linear shading. Whereas for gamma shading, it's like a full gradient of like light to like gray, 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 black, black, black. The point is, is I think one thing Tarkov, I would like it if Tarkov went to more of a dark and darker lighting or rust lighting where right. there's just like there's like so many issues with the the idea behind lighting right it's like oh people say just use a flashlight well <laughs> i mean a i pretty much never don't use a flashlight wait pretty much never not wait that's a double negative i oh, always have one. a flashlight <laughs> i always have a flashlight because they're so op and like Jesse put out a tweet, he was like, you know, talking about flashlights or something, and I was like, yeah, bro, I, I never use a, like, I always use a flashlight because not using one just feels like I'm actively gimping myself, you know, mm. and it's not even used for visibility, it's used for combat to block people. <laughs> because have you ever been in a firefight where you're both got your flashlights on? It is not a great experience. It's kind of ass. You're both just like yeah. with the aim punch and everything. It sucks, but like. Given if I'm gonna fight someone and they have a flashlight and I don't, I'm gonna be at a disadvantage. <laughs> I don't want that. You know what I mean? It just doesn't make any sense. So that's why I use a flashlight. And the funny thing is on interchange, again, Jesse showed this as well, is like in some spots, and it it just is what it is, you cut on your lights and your visibility degrades because of how like the lighting and like the I hate to use the word fog as such a generic term, but like the fog kind of interacts. Like you, yeah. you lose visibility, which is really sad. And essentially what happens, like if you're a nighttime interchange player like me, you, what you end up doing is post FX plus uh, NVIDIA control panel and you can see in the dark. Like there's just no MVGs are pointless, you know, and arguably bad on that map because of the, the lights that do exist that, and then the fog, it's just kind of a crapshoot. Crap so um, I would like it if it was changed because it's like NVGs are cool and 
using lights for visibility is cool, right? Like there's an interesting mechanic there where you're cutting on the light at the cost of giving away your position, but you can now see, you know what I mean? Like in Rust, yeah. what I like about it is, is you want to run a flashlight at night, but you can't see anything. But turning on the flashlight gives away your position to people and they don't have to have a flashlight on because if they just see the flashlight on, then you shoot at them and then they cut the flashlight off and then you can't see them. Like it's an interesting dynamic, right? Um, but in Tarkov, you kind of don't need that because of how the lighting works. It's not mm. pitch black. Yeah. That's my point is I would like, I would actually prefer it if it was pitch black in certain areas, like the lighting to be shifted towards that linear. I, I assume that would be the case. I don't know. They probably have to like redo the lining, so to speak, in addition to like switching it to linear. Um, but I think it'd be more interesting because then you would actually like a you have to fiddle with post effects, um, to basically see like you know get this advantage, so to speak, of right. I mean, it's mm. it's like it's like an it's basically an optional thing. Do you want NVGs? And flashlights, or do you just want to like tweak your post effects so you can see in the dark? You know what I mean? This it's like, it's like I don't know. It's kind of like a yes. Uh, to me, the answer is obvious. It's like I'll put in the little bit extra effort to like save forty k or you know two hundred thousand rubles, whatever the really good MVGs are. Because the other thing with MVGs is like when they cut their flashlights on at you, then you absolutely can't see anything. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. It's so silly, but. That's why I would like it to be switched to that, because then it's like actually makes sense to run NVGs more often, flashlights to use them, like because it really is this interesting thing where you can't see in the dark, and especially in Tarkov, there's no mini map, so like you could be completely lost, and you're like, oh, I guess I gotta call my flashlight, and then you call your flashlight, and you're like in the middle of the mall, and <laughs> everyone's just like, oh, there he is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I did actually start using a flashlight on interchange properly because I'm I'm like a I'm a relatively I don't know I'm as as far as people go I'm pretty anti flashlights because I just find like I just I just screw it up and I just give my position away and then people could just they somehow manage to kill me anyway like I I I know what it looks like I've been on the, the other end of it all the time and I'm just like step out from with the flashlight on and it's just like instant headshot and I'm like how is that even freaking possible dude I should be like half your screen with white and it's just like yeah. no you're dead and I'm like it's, it's insane it's insane. Um, so I don't really like them that much, but I did start using them when it's changed because even with the gamma settings changes, like even fiddling around with the monitor, like some areas are really hard to see, especially when scabs are shooting at you. Really tough. So uh, I've been running VSS with the with the flashlight on, and it's been it's been a lot better. It has actually been a lot better to do that. So you know, it's just I wish that yeah, I wish that they didn't bloom so much. That's the problem. It's just you can't even see where the flashlight or where the person really is. Because there's just so much bloom on the yeah. on the flashlight effect. That's the part about it that sucks. Like I think I don't know whether it was Jesse or someone else who's like sending in like some rough screenshots as well of what happens if you're being a torch on on you. And it's like, you know, really quite obvious, blatant, here's the torch. You still can't see the person and it's like bright, but the torch itself is so is way brighter, which makes sense, right? It's like it doesn't I don't know, like would it dazzle like I don't, I don't know, maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it would look like that in real life i'm not sure i've never been like had a military grade flashlight pointed at my eye yeah i mean probably, i imagine it it probably would and that, i think that's an interesting mechanic and i almost would like it to be some flashlights are designed for that purpose while others are designed for visibility you know that could be kind of interesting but mm. uh, uh, absolutely the 
the bloom thing is or yeah bloom it's just like it's almost like the light cast a fog you know <laughs> it's just like it's it's yeah. really bad yeah yeah it'd be nice to get a change to that because it's just I, don't, I just don't as you, as you said right at the beginning of this whole conversation the player experience of a fight with two people pointing flashlights at each other is just really, really terrible. Like, never mind talking about aim punch or any of this yeah, other stuff. Like, yeah. when you both got flashlights on, like, I don't know, whatever. Maybe there's a, like, and I think there's some skill to it because, like, I'm clearly very bad at it and other people are clearly very good at it, killing me when I have a flashlight. But um, I think generally you want to shoot towards the right of the flashlight just slightly. Yeah. Because you're, you know, holding like this, if they're the other way around. Right, you know, yeah. You, yeah, you shoot to the right-hand side. I did, did hear about some cool shenanigans where you, like, you know, put a flashlight just on the floor, like, down the dorm's hallway or whatever, so it looks like someone's peeking. And you just have yeah. it on, like, you just throw it a couple of times so you can get it in the right position. Yeah. I mean, if it's on, <laughs> it's, it's like it's on the whole yeah, time. You can do that. And then, and then you, like, hide in a different room. So people are, like, pre-firing this, like, flashlight and stuff. Or, like oh, a laser or whatever. I really miss the, the uh, you know, the blind fire move. Mm. Once they changed that, it just like killed the mechanic for me. It's just too finicky, but yeah. uh, doing the like sticking the gun, just like basically just your gun and like the tip of your arm was like around the corner. You just cut the flashlight down the hall and they would just like spray at nothing. <laughs> it was so fun, dude. Yep. Yep. Ah, uh, okay. Well, I guess that's, I guess we're probably out of time actually. Yeah. Probably out of time. Yeah, I'll talk about a few different things next week, I suppose. We still had some stuff on the list, but it's kind of can be done whenever. Um, I'm still going to continue looking for these far forward devices. I'll, I'll let you know. There's, there's just like, there's not an awful lot of information about them out there. There isn't. So I'm keen to, to keep playing labs and find them and, and then try and help people, other people find them too. Because I, I can't imagine a really like a anyone has got these items i'm sure a lot of people are stuck at level two bitcoin intel you know without solar panels that kind of stuff just because like finding these items is rock solid <laughs> yeah so yeah can be doing that um yeah and then just keep plugging on through some different guns and, and, and things like that i suppose cool. we'll see what comes in the next the next week set of updates anything next week on drama talk Hope less of that. Yeah. All right, everybody. Well, I think that concludes this week's. Thanks everyone for tuning in. And as always, we will see you next week. Catch you later.